Hello everyone, Eldon Yoder here with Conversations with Yoder's Farm, and I'm joined today, as per the usual, with my brother Lowell. And today we are going to talk about, uh, we're right at the end of strawberry season, so we have kind of a list of things that are uh, common misconceptions or things that people ask about that we thought would be interesting to talk about. So I guess uh, we'll jump right in. The first one is that if I pick uh, strawberries while they're just a little bit green, they'll go ahead and ripen. You want to take that and uh, unwrap it a little bit? <laughs> sure. Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for inviting me back on the podcast. Yeah, right. You're, I don't uh, know who else I'd have. <laughs> I know that's a thing. You obviously are running out of, or you don't have any other options. That's why you keep having me back. No. I Maybe think, next week you'll have a better replacement. I think you and Dad should do one here before too long. All right. So, anyway. uh, yeah, picking unripe berries. Uh, no, they just won't really ripen up and, uh, and turn. Uh, may, they, may, they may turn slightly. Um, but it's not going to turn into a nice sweet berry in, the in a couple won't of days. Change That's that correct. Much, yeah. Yeah. So always better to pick uh, nice ripe berries. Uh, that's the, the the best. That's the name of the game. Now, I, I almost hesitate to say this, but there is one variety that we have noticed that it will turn a little bit. Uh, that's the Albion variety we mm-hmm. talked about um, last week. Um, we but, planted like maybe 18 rows or so of that in our pick your own patch yeah, this year. But as a general rule, pick ripe berries. You'll yeah. be much happier. Even the Albion's a good ripe one. Right. We, tends to be ahead of we'd, a, we don't pick unripe Albion's yeah, either, exactly. and uh, it's always best not to. All right. That is the first one. Uh, let's jump to rain. Um, a lot of times early in the season we'll get people say, uh, nice rain we had, or are you glad for the rain, or looking forwards to the rain, or whatever. How does rain affect us, I guess, is the question. Right. Well, people uh, here, farmers, I guess, complain about dry conditions and lack of rain, and they naturally assume that rain is is good. Actually, they hear farmers complain about too much rain, <laughs> too, especially lately, haven't yeah. they? Uh, but anyway, in regards to, to strawberries, rain doesn't really... Uh, improve uh, the strawberries doesn't really help um, because the beds are we, we talked about this I think before but the beds are covered in, in plastic yeah. very little actual rain gets gets down to the roots uh, so having a lot of you know rains in, in March and early April is um, isn't really going to help your strawberry crop I think everyone kind of knows if you have a lot of rain during picking season it's it's a bad thing but uh, even those early rains aren't going to improve the the plants that much the irrigation is is all done uh with those little drip tapes uh, underneath the plastic like i talked about earlier very good um moving along if uh, you're wondering if you're listening to this and you're wondering why we're kind of going rapid fire it's because I need to leave in just a few minutes so we're going to roll on through a number of these. Uh, talk about berry size and how that affects sweetness. Okay, a lot of people uh, kind of have this uh, idea that smaller berries tend to be sweeter and there there is some truth to this. Uh it's not totally a misconception. They associate 
uh, sweeter berries with uh, end-of-season berries. End-of-season berries tend to be smaller. Um, however, you can have a nice, nice-sized berry, and if you're feeding it properly, uh, it'll taste extremely good. Mm-hmm. So just because a berry is small uh, doesn't mean it's somehow going to taste any Especially better than, than a larger berry. Yeah. Yeah, and there is, you know, like I said, towards the end of the season, they do get sweeter. I mean, the berries that we've had out there in the last day or two are just extremely good. All right. You have one written down here that it takes a week or two for fields to ripen. Right. So is what we like to do. We rotate between the fields. We'll often pick a field one day and and, uh, people will see our, our signs, you know, to stay out of one field. And they'll say, oh, when are you going to open up that field, you know, a week or two? And um, I guess I was just saying, you know, a lot of people think it takes that long for, you know, a field that's starting to ripen to really fully ripen. And and that's actually not true. Uh, Strawberries ripen quickly. Uh, If you rest a field for a day, maybe two uh, you will have a lot of if you if you're in the season. Obviously, we're not talking about the beginning as they are ripening, you mm-hmm. know, before we open. But in season, you can pick a field, you can pick it hard, and in a couple of days, you'll have many more red berries in there. They can really change almost overnight. And it's what I thought would be really cool to do sometime if I can ever get you to do it is uh, do do a time lapse. I would love to do a time lapse of a berry over a period of 24 hours and watch and it. And how much it might change within. Yeah, it can go from, you know, just turning berry to, to fully red very quickly, especially with uh, warm nighttime temperatures. Very good. All right, now we're going to kind of get into the dangerous territory, uh, potentially. Um a lot of people talk to us about strawberries being on the dirty dozen list or being unhealthy and highly sprayed. Um, and then on the other side, we have people who come to our farm. We are a conventional strawberry farm, and they kind of believe that we're organic. So let's talk about that a little bit, I guess. All right. Yeah. Um, so you said we're we're not organic and and that is correct um we're we're a conventional farm that means we do we do some some spraying um it is very difficult to find organic local strawberries uh, i've i'm you know i'm interested in this field obviously mm-hmm. and, yeah. and in other farms i know of maybe one farm in the state of virginia that has maybe one organic field there there likely are others maybe that i'm not aware of but the point is that it is extremely hard in our uh, environment in our east coast uh, growing conditions to grow a fruit like a strawberry organically if you're you know some years it'll it'll work uh, but then you have a, a rainy year and you're looking at almost a total crop loss so I just don't think that's, um, I don't know, it just seems wasteful to me. I think some, some careful spraying is, is the better approach, and that's that's the approach we take. Yeah. Um, I think a, a lot of people somehow think that, that strawberries are, are these heavily sprayed things, and, and I just don't think that's that's true. Do you think even, like, ones that have been shipped a long ways, are they handled differently maybe? I don't know. 
it's it's possible all, but, we, know, uh, all we know for sure is what we do yeah so. yeah i just uh think local strawberries you know you can you can read uh research and extension they recommend sprays especially mm-hmm. during the bloom period um not to say that an in-season spray never happens but uh, most of your spraying on strawberries is done is done before picking season and um we can we only say like i say what we do but yeah um, yeah i would definitely not not call our strawberries highly sprayed all right I... and uh, and strawberries are healthy um they're they're low carb uh, you know fresh i think you're better off eating fresh local produce fruits and uh yeah wash it but uh but don't worry so much about about what it might have been sprayed yeah. if you if well, you they're take delicious good care of too yourself. so there's that side of things too that, there's <laughs> that yeah all right uh let's see next thing we should talk about um uh, we we often talk about or people talk about eating berries while they're in the field, um, and that's kind of an accepted practice. Is that okay? How do you feel about it? <laughs> yeah. So this is a this is an interesting one. Um, there are there are two answers to this. You know, food safety uh, is is a real thing. Uh, if you read the news, it's it's something that that you hear about. It's something that that farmers are really taking seriously, and uh, we're we're actually facing you know regulations and things um, coming coming down the pike that that affect this. So it's obviously something that that we're thinking about. And the obvious the answer is yeah, you really should should wash your your produce. Um, that's a that's what I do. That's what we do. Um, so I always, if someone asks, I always say well. You know, you really should wash strawberries. That's the that's the book answer. That's mm-hmm. the right answer. You should wash them before before you uh, you eat them. Just in general. If yeah, you... not only from you know you know we talked about sprays a little bit ago, but um, I mean, hey, they're they're out in the field. They're animals. They're yeah. they're birds. You yeah. know, they're they're things um, that are out of our control. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> having said all that. We know that it's really hard to get out into a strawberry field and not eat a eat a ripe strawberry, and I do the same thing. So yeah. I guess I'm being a little hypocritical there <laughs> uh, when I say it. It's always best to wash them, and that's what I tell people. Yeah. Uh, if you eat a strawberry and when you're out picking, it's it, it's it's okay, they, and very likely they they probably have been washed um, by some by some rain in the not too distant past. Now. It's interesting, you know. I'm a I'm a farmer. I grow strawberries and I sell my strawberries mm-hmm. uh, by the pound. So, uh, yeah. you know, that brings up interesting uh, questions about people picking in in the field, and uh, obviously they're not paying for those berries. And you know, something to think about if if yeah. everyone does what uh, what you do, uh, how many dollars of value is that? going out in, in people's stomachs. Uh, we don't really begrudge people that, yeah. but, uh, you know, it would add up. It is, season, it is so. fascinating to see uh, some really strawberry-covered children's faces, especially <laughs> when they come back well, out of the patch. Well, you know, I have I have a two-year-old daughter, and it's really hard <laughs> to uh, get yeah. her into a strawberry patch and out without her 
No. You know, eating eating berries. I'm just, just saying maybe comes keep, with the territory. Just keep your eyes on your kids in general is a good idea. Um, right. And, and, you know, and if we, you don't want them stuffing them in their face, well, you keep an eye out. don't want them to eat too many and get a bellyache or whatever. There so. you go. Yeah, it's it's probably okay to do do some sampling in moderation. I've also seen people uh, with with unpaid for buckets sitting down at a picnic table and just uh, helping themselves. Yeah, so. yeah, it's that's probably it's fascinating not, to see quite a cross section of people who right. come out here, and you know, ninety nine percent of people are a hundred percent above board, and they they're here to make this work for us. So I don't know. It's just fascinating to see people. Uh, in a field and, yeah and, and some people really they literally are so conscientious that they will not eat a berry mm-hmm. in the field until they <laughs> until they get get yeah. it paid for i've seen plenty of people that do that sure they uh, have told their children no so anyway it's interesting we we appreciate all our customers yeah for sure we don't begrudge folks who uh eat a berry or two or seven while they're they're picking all right let's move on um one big misconception here is that uh, we only take cash for what we sell. Um, you want me to talk about that, I guess? Several years ago, we, well, I guess since the beginning almost, we started using um, Square, which allows us to take credit cards and debit cards. Um, and so we can accept just about anything here. That That's not how all farms are, but uh, we are able to get internet down to the patch so we do that and uh we don't i don't carry a lot of cash with me so it's kind of um silly to expect everybody else to only pay with cash um there's a couple more here uh there's another common misconception which we've talked about a little bit but that we take plants multiple years on the patch yeah we treat our Plants as uh, annual plants. That means we we mow them off at the end of the season. Uh, some of the some of the strawberry rows will get planted into pumpkins here in a couple of weeks, and uh, some of them will get taken up. The plastic will get taken up. We'll work the land and uh, put new new berries back in. We we plant new berries every fall. Uh, less disease problems and so forth. We'll probably talk about that more in the future. But yeah, anyway, sure. Um, how about this one? People often uh, think they're getting itchy while they're picking strawberries, and pretty sure it has to do with what we're spraying the strawberries with. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if everyone thinks it's the sprays, but anyway, I mean, strawberries, uh, the the plants can can make you itchy. Uh, that's just it's the nature of the leaves that can be a little abrasive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I I even get the same way sometimes when I'm when I'm picking my, yeah. you know your hands what what contacts the leaves your arms gets itchy i think um often during periods of dry weather there there's you know pollen dust lays on them and, and some of it's that another time another thing um you know it is a field there are there are weeds out there and um some some people are actually more I think allergic to the some of the weed, like uh, there's a weed called Carolina geranium that I know one of our pickers, uh, every time she she would pick a, a spot that had some of those weeds in it when they were blooming, she would, you know, nose would start running hmm. and, and so forth. So yeah, yeah, it's it's probably not anything we've we've sprayed. It's just the plants themselves. And the, you're the in nature. Yeah, yeah, you are in nature. So <laughs> yeah. 
All right, just a few more here. Uh, we save the best picking for ourselves. What is that supposed to mean? You wrote this down. <laughs> well, I just some, I think some people we we have a wholesale feel that yeah. we pick ourselves, and and every once in a while someone will will see it and it looks nice and red, and it's it's not that uh, many times it's these are the same varieties that are planted in in the picking field or. Yeah, it's the same uh, thing. the The advantage we have is we can we can rest it several days, two or three days, and we want it obviously to be be worth our pickers' time because we're paying our pickers, mm-hmm. and um, so it's the most efficient for us to wait about three days. So, yeah, it might look a little different than a than a picker and patch, uh, but. It's it's really they're the, they're the same plants. Yeah, it's everything we treat everything the same. It's uh, just that little little break. Anyway, yeah, and we uh, we want our picker and pickers to have great picking too. We we rest the fields day to day. We we try yeah. to do the best we can. And these to, are sort of professional pickers, I guess you could say. So I mean they they're good at what they do. They clean rows as they go down through them. It's not quite like the pick your own where. Right, you have all kinds of pickers. Yeah, instead there, so. of I mean, they're picking out here for for half a day, six, seven hours. It's hard work. Yeah, yeah. And I want to make make sure they're it's worth their time. And, and the rows are clean after they're through there. That's, right, that's mostly what I was trying to get at. All right, uh, let's see. There's a common misconception. I don't know if this one's too common actually, but that small agritourism farms are kind of a rip-off, and uh, we're looking for ways to take advantage of our customers. Yeah, uh, you know, when when I'm going into a small business or, or something, I'm, I may think, okay, they're, they're going to be large, uh, charge me more than a larger box store mm-hmm. or, or whatever. They're, they're just going to be more expensive. Uh, or if it's a, if it's a place you've never been, you, you're, you're a little suspicious, sure. maybe a little on yeah. edge, and every once in a while, or, well, you know, we we work the cash registers quite yeah. a bit, and yeah. we interact with customers, and, and you can kind of sense that a little bit. You know, we we are selling a product that is sold by weight, and we weigh uh, stuff on the scales, and uh, people sometimes wonder, okay, are, are they charging me for my container? Mm-hmm. You know, are they just punching the the price in and yeah the answer is no we we always take off container weight and um we're we're trying to be very careful about yeah about that um yeah we <laughs> <laughs> we're not trying we're not to we're take not advantage of people yeah at we the end of the day trying to be very fair to people um some some people wonder about our buskets and uh they yeah so we piece, we so. we we sell bu- buskets there. It's a vented bucket uh, for a dollar a piece. We do that. We offer it because many people show up without containers. Yeah. It costs us about a dollar. We're not really yeah. making money on it, but it, it, we feel it's fair to, to charge a customer if they're going to yeah. take it home. And then they're welcome to bring it back. We're not looking at it as some way to uh you know <laughs> at the end of the day we're gouged somebody. not really making money on that um so yeah it's it's a convenience for the con- customer more right than anything. yeah we we try we try to be fair and uh i think most people understand that I but i yeah. i just i know how some i these, am some of these and, things uh, i think we're more self-conscious 
Like we we think people are thinking this these Maybe things so, about yeah, us even yeah. more than they actually are. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just just a general rule of thumb: you pick a, a gallon bucket, it's going to run you right around ten dollars, and that give or take, depending how many berries you how how you round it up, but it's not going to be a rip off. Yeah. I guess we could talk about pricing. It is point. a little, you know, you're you're never you're never quite sure when you go out to field sure. you know exactly how many berries and and i think everyone comes back to the scales expecting the worst you know yeah, so, yeah. oh it's gonna be fifty dollars or whatever <laughs> well no probably not it's it's yeah. uh, just just figure ten eleven dollars for a, a gallon bucket and, sure. and you'll be okay yeah <laughs> some point we could talk about strawberry pricing, but maybe that's not something we want to get too far into. We raised our prices this year. Um, there's a decent chance we'll raise them again in the near future, but we'll see. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, another thing on this list is that we are not getting rich. That's the the misconception at times we feel is that people think we're getting rich out here. Well, you see a, a crowd on a Saturday, yeah. you know, and uh, a lot of berries are going out and so forth, and you know that's that's only a small part of what you see. You don't see the other seven, eight, nine months of yeah. Um, it's a very short season of uh, work compared to preparation, the rest of the year. Yeah. right? And there there's significant uh, financial outlay in yeah in planning yeah. a field, the the plastic beds. All that is is very expensive. The plants themselves are expensive, and um, yeah, we obviously we have to make it work to keep doing it every yeah. every year. But um, we're not looking at it as as a uh, get rich scheme and uh, trying to gouge gouge yeah, people. We try sure. to be fair to to our customers and uh, fair to ourselves too. Yeah, exactly. for the, the time that we put in. Yeah, at the end of the day, we are trying to make a living at this. So. Or you and Dad and Mom are. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then the final one on the list, a common misconception is that uh, farmers are always grumpy, particularly strawberry farmers. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually probably the only one that's true. <laughs> yeah. No, and, uh, you know, during strawberry season, sometimes the uh, hours of sleep are are short and uh, the days are long and uh, stress can run pretty stress, high on, so a, on a very busy Saturday say if if the the strawberry farmer walks by and he doesn't look like he's happy maybe he's he's probably is he just just doesn't look like it <laughs> yeah he just hasn't told his face about it yet <laughs> yeah no in some ways you're you're seeing farmers in their most stressful times of the year so just keep that in mind uh, if you if you think they or we are grumpy. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that's it for this podcast. I need to um, leave here pretty soon. So anything else you want to say in closing? Uh, can't think of anything. Uh, one other one on the list was, you know, they're, they're picked out. Um, it Yeah, it does happen sometimes at the end of a busy Friday, Saturday, we might be pretty low in berries but i have found almost always an experienced picker that knows what they're doing is easy to or is willing to work and uh move the leaves, move the leaves yeah. look up under the plants so they can go into a field i don't care if it's the first day or if it's the last day yeah and they can find find berries so 
think we covered them. All right, very good. If we uh, missed any common misconceptions that you've thought of, I don't know how you can let us know about them, but feel free to. Maybe leave it in your review as you're reviewing this podcast over on iTunes. Or if there are any topics they would like us to talk about more in the future. Sure. If if you have something you'd like us to uh, discuss on the podcast, you can send us an email over on the contact page of the website, yodersfarm.com. And you can also find more information about the podcast there. If you're listening for the first time, uh, feel free to subscribe in your podcast player, whatever that is. And we will be back in about two weeks with another episode. So till then, take care and we'll see ya.